Hey, it's your brother in Christ, Roberto Kuvitz here, with my brother in Christ, Emmanuel Gary, and we are Apologetics 300. God bless how you doing tonight. We're about to get another one in. This is part four, what is biblical justice? How's it going, my brother? Hey, everything is well, man. You know, can't complain. How are you doing? I'm doing great, great. Uh, went to physical therapy today, trying to get my back back in order and stuff and other stuff. Uh, but it's been great. It's been good. And um, just, just you know what? I was thinking about, you know, this podcast coming up today. And um, I was just so excited. <clears throat> just, just to be able to... Um, just to understand and, and, and through the reading of scripture, begin to comprehend what is God's view on social justice mm-hmm. and um, how it applies to us, even as Christians, even as Christians. Sometimes we kind of like disengage on certain things. We're very pro, you know, um, um Pro-abortion, you know, uh, very against starch, you know, uh, oh, we can't. But then when it comes to uh, a life that has been unjustly murdered or executed in public, then we say... Definitely unjustly. I don't know about that, you know. I mean, I don't think we should go that... No, it it is vital. Um, And like I said, we just... And so I was excited. I was like, man, I can't wait to get in here again with my brother and just begin to go deeper. Because I, I feel like last week on part three, we went deeper than we did on part two. And, and I believe that we're going to continue to go in that format just to go. I, I just want our brothers in Christ to be encouraged, but also to stand up, stand up against social inequality. You know, saying stand up. All man should be treated the same as yeah. an equal, as an equal, for we are all made in the image and likeness of God. You know, Absolutely. so today we're going to read some excerpts from um, Racism in the Bible and the American Dream by Oretta Dodds. Uh, if you have a chance, purchase that book, please. Uh, and also... My brother Emmanuel is gonna read some, some from what book it is. So it's a. It's um. It's just basically the, uh, the Willie Lynch letter and the making of a slave. Yeah. It was just yep, something yep. in there that I just wanted to kind of like touch on it. Amen. Know, out, so. Amen. Which is gonna, know. it's gonna cause you to reflect. For some of you, it's gonna turn your stomach. For some of you, you you're gonna still be in denial, but this happened. This is a fact. This is history. So we want you to understand that this is happening. And it happened in America. And even to today, even though it may look different, it's still happening. As, you know, uh, even, uh, you know, recent, you know, down in, in, in the area of Texas and California, but they, there were some that were hung on the post. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we cannot say that these things are not happening. We're just, it's sad to say some of you are choosing not to acknowledge it. So um, I want to begin with this. This is on page 209 of the biblical perspective on race and racism. It says, only Jesus saves, no one else does. 
The Bible is explicit in this teaching. And when it comes to salvation, the Bible is just as explicit in teaching that God does not categorize nor judge people according to race, but instead, according to whether or not they have confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and have lived their lives according to his teaching. But a racist would have one to believe otherwise. Races will have us to believe that one's eternal destiny depends heavily upon the color of a person's skin. They will have us to believe that certain races of people are cursed and that as a result, God sees those certain races of people as subhuman deserving of discrimination. Races are blind to the fact that racism is one of the devil's biggest ploys. God has not created race. Man has. Man has created the concept of race. God has simply created human beings with different skin color, hair color, hair texture, facial, uh, facial features, and so forth. It is no more than that. However, man has made it into much more because the very core racism exploits the fact that people look different from one another. End quote. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's powerful right there. That's definitely powerful, man. You know, when you, um, you know, listen to what was said there, the, the gospel. Yeah. You know, it, it all boils down to the gospel, you know, yep. that's, that's at the end of the day, you know, these categories that we make, how we treat people and all of this mm -hmm. stuff yeah. will, mm -hmm. will be, um, we'll have to, you know, give an account for, yep. but at the end of the day, what's going to separate those that are going to make it and those that are not going to make it boils down to the gospel, man. Amen goes down to the gospel and, and it's like it's really not much really commentary you got to really give on a powerful statement made like that it's just basically it just when all the smoke is clear man it's just going to boil down to the gospel man amen what have you done with yep. jesus christ yeah what have you done with him yeah what have you done with jesus christ and that did you mm -hmm. did you create a god in your own image you know and you know, and then apply that upon Christ and said, oh, well, ha, here it is. I'm serving Christ. Or are you serving the biblical Christ yep. that we see presented in Scripture? That's what it's going to boil down to. Yep. And like and like we said, you know, um, through the gospel, mm -hmm. you know, the gospel shows that there is no differences with ethnicity and culture for it transcends that in the sense mm -hmm. that it, it's for all. The gospel message is just not for the white man or the black man or the, or the brown man or, you know, a Chinese man or Hispanic man. It's for all. Right. All. Right. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's just interesting, you know, when you when you look at this thing, you know, it's like you you see. You see how um, in the Roman Empire how Christianity, how pretty much like, how can I say it? How that concept of the white man's Christianity developed, you know, through the, 
philosophies of you know of like you know Plato, yep, Plato. Aristotle, mm-hmm. you know Socrates, and all of these you know individuals, you know because the whole the whole concept was it's like if you didn't look like them you were to be enslaved. Yeah, and that concept of you know white man Christianity is what was imposed upon the Bible. Yeah, you know during you know uh, American history slavery. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that was never, you know, biblical Christianity at all, you know? At all. So as we saw as we saw how the word of God Mm -hmm. went like a vine, it went through all these different places. It wasn't subjected to one area, but it was a global it was a global thing. <clears throat> As we see the convert of the Ethiopian <clears throat> bringing the message right. down to Ethiopia, one of the the first founding churches down there. Um, we see yep. it how it went through the Middle East. We we saw how it went through Africa, through all these places. It went through all. It wasn't uh, what what would you call that? It it wasn't. It wasn't just localized. It wasn't localized. And even Jesus in his message to the apostles in Acts chapter 1, he says, be my witness. He said, when this power comes upon you, be my witness in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of Mm -hmm. the world. Oh, yeah. To the uttermost parts of the world. So it wasn't like you said, it wasn't localized. It wasn't Mm -hmm. just meant to touch one set or one ethnic, uh, you know, ethnicity or culture, it was meant to touch all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was you know part of the um the Great Commission, you know. Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, no one one part that she said um in here, she said the very mm-hmm. core racism exploits the fact that people look different from one another. Like you said, when they looked different. They were viewed different. They were treated different. Yep. They weren't treated as humans, but subhuman animals, cattle, right. property. You know, not understanding that we are all one. You know, like yeah. Acts seventeen twenty six. It says, "Out of one man came all kinds." You know, all mm-hmm. different people. Yep. You know, Absolutely. Um, but we're all traced back to one man, Adam. You know, yeah. and it's sad mm-hmm. that. We well, see, this is what happens when you get away. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you get away from the biblical worldview. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. you get away from the biblical biblical worldview, you know, you start creating your own categories. Yeah, exactly. You see what I'm saying? Yep. You know, you you start creating your own categories, and with creating your own categories. It gives you that ability to say this is superior and this is inferior. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? So because wow, we've strayed away from from we've strayed away from the biblical worldview. What God said when you know in the scriptures concerning man and him being created in His image, you know, having all the the communicable attributes, you yep, know, yep, mind, yep. you know. 
will, intellect, emotion, all of those things, you know, to be able to to know him and to be able to have a relationship with him, to know him as creator and God. Amen. So, you know, when we, when we stray away from the biblical worldview, you know, we, we begin to usurp those roles upon ourselves. And then, yep, yep, yep. you know, those who feel that they're superior tend to take on this notion or idea that they feel like they're God and everybody else that does not look like them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Are... Are, they are pretty much, I'm using this, you know, figuratively, like, their creation, and I'm going to treat you the way I feel like you should be treated. Yep. So, this is the dangers of getting away from the biblical worldview. Exactly. But this is also a result of man being dead yes. in sin, exactly. and all of this that we have going on is a clear, is a clear, you know, um, picture of, mm -hmm. you know, the fall. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? If, yep, if yep, you yep. need any evidence for the fall, just take a look outside. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Just just go outside and you and you'll you you'll see it clear clear as day, you know, that we live in a fallen world and man has fallen, you know, from um God's grace. So, you know, which points us back to the gospel. Yep. And you, know? you know, it's like you were saying before, that when you get away from the biblical worldview, then you begin to invent and create these other categories and stuff. And you know, when you look at it through the view of Darwinism and you look at it through the view of atheist, atheistic view, mm -hmm. what does it really matter? And we're just, you know, dust particles, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and meaningless, meaningless people just, you know, killing each other. What is the problem with that? If it's just you imposing your authority, your survival of right. the fittest. And, right. and, and, and it's crazy. You know, cytoplasm, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Just clinging and banging, you know, with each other, you know? Exactly. So why why, why the outrage? Why the, you know? Uh, right. it's, just, it's just the but world doing that. But they have to that. borrow from the theistic worldview. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? To explain that. Yep. You get what I'm saying? They have to borrow from, you know what I'm saying, the, the Christian worldview to explain, you know, like when you say value, meaning, and purpose, that's coming from our worldview. Amen. You get what I'm saying? Because that doesn't exist in their worldview if we're just cosmic accidents. Yep. And it's crazy so. because if you notice, it's always been a ploy to kind of suppress the um, black man here in America in a sense where, you know, black then, back then, I said black, back then they had mm. the, the slave Bible where what they did was they, they took out all these passages that talked about their freedom and talked about, you know, saying right. the gospel and just kept those that would keep them subjective, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And then if you notice, along came atheism, you know what I'm saying? In the sense, you know, Darwinism <clears throat> and say, no, you know, we don't have a, a purpose, you know what I'm saying? We're just meaningless, you know what I'm saying? Right. So what's the point? Always, if you notice, through history, when you get away of that uh, biblical worldview, atrocities come. It, it's sad to say that you have a lot of people say, well, no, it, it came with, with, with uh, Christianity. Christianity did this and this, that, did this and this. But it goes back to what I said. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, sad to say, you know, <clears throat> they, 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 they don't really know 
biblical Christianity. They yep. they know and understand what is known as as the white man's Christianity. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Which mm -hmm. is not biblical Christianity. Nope. But this is this is the type of Christianity that, you know, they perceive that when you talk about when we talk about the gospel and Christianity, yep. you get what I'm saying? They understand it through that lens of it being the white man's you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Religion. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So it's like there there's just a lot of walking through that has to be done. Yeah. You know, to 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 bring light that, you know, this is this is an opposition to the gospel. Exactly. You know, so I mean it, and then, you know, with with that being said, you know, a lot of people are gonna embrace that whole idea of white man Christianity because they're dead in sin. Yeah. And that that appeases the hostility that they have towards God anyway. Yeah. So no matter how much you you know <clears throat> show them and, and correct them and you know give them passages and teach them that, you know, the scriptures teach that, you know, all people, all yep. you know, all of us mm -hmm. are created in his image. It's not gonna suffice them because they're they're already they're hostile towards God. They don't they don't wanna embrace this their nature yeah once you know wants them to reject it yep and then poor <clears throat> poor scientists uh -huh. and poor scholarship to to, yeah. to in the past to say well the, the the black man's cranial is different than the white man so that means that he is a totally different species, species. you know saying yeah. so now you like mm -hmm. you said you go forth you know, saying trying to right. to to do things that are highly wrong and don't see nothing wrong with it, because to you that's just another species. He's not like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the author. It you know it it slips my mind right now. Um, but I remember Ron Rhodes mentioned it in his book. Um. Creation and evolution. He mentioned it in his book, um, Dr. Ron Rhodes. Um, he mentioned um, a gentleman, but you know that wrote a book. It's called "The Negro: What Is His Ethnological Status?" And he stated that our, you know, the the, the black man's um, genealogy pretty much traces back to, you know, um, as one of the animals that you know, uh, you know, that boarded the the ark with Noah. Wow. Wow. His family, yeah. It's yeah. called the Negro and what is his ethnological status? That's the name of the book. Yeah. But Doctor Doctor Ron Rose referred to that book mm -hmm. in his in his um in his writing when he was you know when he was just talking about like you know the human race and all that stuff and yeah. you know some of the you know unbiblical um ideas and stuff that were out there amongst people you know when it when it pertained to you know African American people. Wow. So, yeah that is disturbing so if anybody's <laughs> listening that want to mm -hmm. you know get that statement um the name of the book is um you know um the negro what is his ethnological status mm -hmm. and um that amen. quote is in there amen it's yeah. uh like we said before you know in the other podcast mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, it's about how do we serve one another? How do we right. serve one another? 
servanthood. You know that it's the abandonment of servanthood. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Inequality is the abandonment of servanthood. Exactly. Exactly. It's how do we serve one another in this, especially in in these days, as what's happening. Um, how do and I asked you as a question, how do churches, even churches begin to reconcile on these issues? Because it seems like also there is a slight divide, you know, or a divide in the churches yeah. as well. Um, well, you know, the statement goes back to Sunday is the most segregated day of the week. Mm. You know, I mean, you know, when you look about when you look at it, you know, on the basis of worship, man, you know. Even I'm just speaking within evangelicalism, you know, yeah. in the church, um, you know, pretty much, you know, whites predominantly worship with whites, you know, blacks, you know, predominantly worship with blacks, you know, and then you have your, you know, your, your, your mixed congregations and things of that nature. Yeah. But, you know, it's a very, very, you know, segregated day of the week, you know, wow. and that's because you know, we as the church, we dropped the ball, man. You know what I'm saying? We have, like I said before, you know, we have the answer, man. We have the solution. And instead, the church has tried to sweep this thing under the rug and act like it doesn't exist and, you know, fail to address, you get what I'm saying, these issues and these things, you know, that are um, that are so vital and so important, man, that, you know, the more and more we keep trying to ignore this thing, the more and more this thing is gonna keep snowballing, man. And then we're yeah. gonna just, you you think it's a problem now? Amen. Amen. You, know, you 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 haven't seen anything yet. <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh yes, and um, mm -hmm. it just it this whole divide. It's it's almost like the divide in the church is almost based on is these issues that we're talking about are gospel related. Mm -hmm. So you have half that are saying this denies the gospel, and others that are saying that embraces the gospel. What do you think on 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 that view? When we talk what like on the basis of like when people talk about the issues of social justice yep, and social justice yep, social justice. I, I I don't um I don't believe that it denies the gospel at all. Amen. I believe like this is one aspect of justice, you know, that you know, where that one is seeking to gain justice in. Yep. You know you know what I'm saying? This is just a different category. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have tons of scriptures talking about, you know, to seek justice. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, there's different categories. You know, there's different things that you're you're going to seek justice in. You know, it's you know, justice is not going to be sought in just you know one particular category. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a wide range of you know categories because at the end of the day, it's going to be a wide range of categories because man is dead in sin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's going to be all different types of you know sins and people sin differently that's going to affect so many different areas of life yeah you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. our job is to present what that's supposed to look like biblically how we're supposed to go after and do Amen. it Amen. you get what i'm saying because of the issue and what's going on now you and i as the church we're now supposed to go about that biblically 
and exemplify how that looks like from the Bible. Yep. You get what I'm saying? How that's supposed to look in society, as we said in the first exactly. podcast. You know, well, the second one, you know, where we talked about, like, you know, how is that supposed to look like? What is that supposed to look like in society? And in order, and in order to correct the oppressor and to, you know, demonstrate what that looks like, you know what I'm saying? We have to first be biblical in how we do it. Amen. You know, I'm seeing a lot of, um, a lot of uh, Christians and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with protesting at all. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it at all. But I see a lot of people that I think there a lot of people. I mean, I, I don't want to say I don't want to, you know, you know, um, you know, not be fair with this thing. Yeah, but yeah. there are some, not all. <clears throat> yep. There are some that I believe that are protesting. You know what I'm saying? Because for some type of notoriety for themselves and yeah, attaching, yeah, yeah, yeah. attaching the gospel to it. But it's really not about the gospel going forth. It's about people seeing and knowing who they are. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And then, you know, masking it with the gospel. But you really want you really want them to know who you are. But I'm going to mask it with the gospel. So it takes that, you know, that, 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 you know, that it takes that sting away from it in that sense of like, it's not all about me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I believe a lot of people want their name to be great and want to be seen, but they use the gospel and they say, this is about the gospel and spreading the gospel. You know what I'm saying? To not make it look as if they're trying to chase notoriety. Amen. So, you know, you have to be careful with some of this stuff, man. And, and, you know, is you can kind of see, the yeah. ones that are doing that, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm not trying to, you know, I, I can't judge anybody's heart, you know, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. things of that nature. But you know, the, the to me, the real work is the work that's done, you know, as the Holy Spirit operates. You know, the reason why um, Paul talks about the fruit of the Spirit, and he uses the word fruit in relation to the Spirit, because fruit grows inconspicuous and concealed. Mm-hmm. It's never attention is never brought to you know, fruit as it's growing, it, it, yeah. it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's inconspicuous and concealed. So I look at it as the ministry and the work of the Holy Spirit working in an individual. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? It's going to be, it's going to be that, it's going to be that work that's heavily being done, but it's so overlooked in that sense. It's not like, because it's, it's not drawing any attention to itself. Yeah, it just yeah. looks like it's that work that looks like it's not being effective, yeah. but it's being it, it it has great effect you know what i'm saying and it's and it's it's doing a lot but because it's not attached to this person's name that's you know popular yeah whatever the case may be you know people just overlook it but then when it's all said and done they're like man for real these brothers or this sister was doing all of this like this and it it spread like that well, shoot, how come we didn't know about it? How come we don't even know who this person is? Yeah. Because the Holy Spirit's ministry is not to draw attention to himself, but to what? Point people to Christ and the truth of the gospel. Amen. So. Amen. Yeah. Which is so true. I mean. Yeah, man. If you notice, you know, even in scripture with Paul and Apollos, and, you know, he said some of you, Say I'm from Paul and I'm from Apollos. I'm from Cephas. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and he he, he, yeah. he he was basically saying, look, you're putting your eyes on the wrong thing. On the wrong thing. On the wrong thing. And you're right. Yeah. There, there are people out there that are doing it for self gain. Self gain. You know, and, and it's like yo, when you have those, when you have those, uh, those spiritual lenses, man, you can see it. Like yeah. you can, you know. It's sad because some of them will be the same people that say, Lord, didn't we do this in your name and that in your name? And he's going to say, depart from me, man of iniquity. Bind them hands and feet. Throw them mm-hmm. in the lake of fire. And then you're going to really see their true nature their revealed. Their true nature revealed, yeah. And you're going to see, you're going to really see that, you know what I'm saying? They were, they, they were all along really, truly hostile. Amen. Amen. You know? You know, um, this this really, you know, what's happening in America should break our hearts, should break our hearts. But it's mm-hmm. like you said, it, it's because of man being dead in sin, you know. Um, but instead of us, you know, focusing on the gospel message in the sense of, you know, bringing that message to these people mm-hmm. and also you know when you was talking about the fruit the fruit displays eventually right you know what i'm saying right after a while it shows it shows you know what i'm saying so how how does that look it, it, it shows people you, you know one one thing i remember at work right i just mm-hmm. whatever my boss says i do you know um and I remember uh, the the managers had called me had called me in, and say we were trying to label these bins and all this stuff, this stuff. And this gentleman walked in. That I I I knew he worked upstairs, but I didn't know him like like that, you know. At that right. time, and he said, you know, can you know? They asked me, can you do the job? And this gentleman out of nowhere said, oh yeah, him. Oh yeah, he he's a hard worker. He's this, mind you. I've never had a conversation with him like that. Right. You, you know yep. what I'm saying? And, and you have those that are trying to give a name to themselves and try to put themselves out there for instead of just being led by the spirit, allowing the spirit to do the work. Yep. That's that's it. You know what I'm saying? You know, like. It's, it's just one of those kind of things, man. It's like when when you got it, you know what I'm saying? You got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you know, you don't it, have to sit here and try to promote it. Exactly. It's funny you know? because, you know, when Jesus was talking, remember how he said, you know, the Pharisees, they pray in public. They give their many words and he said they will be rewarded. And what was their reward? The acknowledgement of the people, not the acknowledgement of God. Right. He said, "When you give, he told them. He told them, you're children of the devil. <laughs> you're children of the devil.' Yeah. He said. Right. He said, those acknowledgement from men, that's all they're getting. That's but, it. That's their reward. That's their reward. But you, you do it in secret. When you mm-hmm. give, you don't let the right hand know what the left hand is. You do this. You don't do it to bring attention. There you go." And and for and you know and for 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 so many man you know it's gonna be a rude awakening like I said like like we talk about all the time yeah you know um, 
we do this, man, we're doing this, and we're just naturally flowing with this thing, man, you know, and whoever's blessed by it is who God, you know, intended for, you know, them to be blessed by, you know, intended for them to be blessed by it. You know, it's, it's, it's just, here we are, we just doing our thing, man, stuff yep. that we talked about that we wanted to do and that we wanted to get into doing yeah and we're doing that you know Amen. this is not trying to compete with anybody not nope. trying to be like anybody exactly you know what i'm saying we do show love to those that you know we that we um you know that we that we've learned from and that we you know that we've saw do things and that are doing things good you know great things in the body as well but at the end of the day you know we have our own identity man and you know we're doing what god has called us to do Amen. You know. Amen. And we're like you said, we're not doing this to for public notoriety or or for gain or for money, anything nope. like that. We we when we started Apologetics Three Hundred, it was our concern for the inner city and the urban community. It was mm -hmm. about you know giving them the same resources that are denied at times to them, so that they can go forward in their relationship with God. You know, in mm -hmm. a deeper manner, it wasn't about making money or none or or none of that. Mm -mm. Um, because we love our people, right? You know, we love our people. Yeah, you know, absolutely. there's times where where <laughs> we'll read a book that's 300 pages, 400 pages, and and it's heart wrenching. You're like, no, this is wrong. But we do it anyway because right. we want to make sure that our people are not being duped by these authors and are not being right. taken advantage right. by. So we'll go through the pain. Don't worry. Those that are yeah. listening, don't worry. We'll go through the pain for you. That's okay. We'll, 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 we'll read all of the... <laughs> we'll read all the uh, stuff. Know, the, the Creflo Dollar, the T.D. Jakes, <laughs> the Joyce Myers, the yes. Joel yes. We'll We'll read all of those books and, and break them down and you know, yes. um, give answers and responses to it and help people be able to respond to certain things that, Amen. you know, they thought were biblical and stuff like that. You know, that's, that's, that's what we do. Exactly. You know? And we'll get back to that when we finish up on, uh, on the, uh, TD Jakes instincts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'll tell, I'll tell you, you know, cause I think sometimes people think we're crazy. And that's what's funny about it. That's yeah, like, that, you know, like, why, why are you reading that? Or why do you have... Because there's people that we know that we love that actually follow this stuff. Yes, man. yes, yes. You yes. know? Uh -huh. And we're not doing it to say that, you know, oh, yeah, we, we, we got these, 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 these sound, you know, apologetic refutations that are just going <laughs> to just magically convert them. And they're going to be like, ah, I see the light. I'm coming out. No. <laughs> no, but, you know, the thing about it is we understand that there's a there's a spiritual fortress around the mind of the unbeliever, you yeah, know, uh, yep. that Satan has constructed. And so, therefore, with that, you know, we have to we have to um, we have to tear down those those um those lofty ideas, Amen. you know, those ideologies, those Amen. fortresses, we have to tear them down with the gospel. But, you know, where, you know, it becomes very deceitful for a lot of these people is that, you know, because, you know, a, a lot of them are not coming from sound doctrine and yeah. understanding that, you know, there may be a, 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 a historical, um, 
context to understand a passage or there may be a, a something with the language yeah. you know that you may need to know to get what you know or to understand what's being said here you get what i'm saying so there's a lot of things that you know that that play into properly exegeting scripture you know so mm -hmm. if you don't if you don't know these things or if you don't if you haven't been taught these things you know a false teacher can easily tell you you know um when john was uh writing a a letter to gaius you know hoping that you know he was having a pleasant journey through life yeah yeah you know the word prosperity simply means in the greek there in that passage it, the greek word is is uh Iwadu, and it simply means to you know what i'm saying to to have a pleasant trip yeah so you know john was writing the guys and telling him you know that he hopes that this letter finds him you know um you know having a prosperous journey through his life and in, in in all areas you know yeah, yeah. you know in his health spiritually and and other areas as well you know but mm -hmm. that word in its context is not talking about prosperity as they try to use that in the prosperity word of faith teaching. Yep, as money. Money and, mansions, and all those house. different things like that. So Jesus was on a donkey, so it's like a being in a Bentley today. The stuff that they they that you force into yeah. Exactly. Donkey's the Bentley, but he says the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Exactly. So that means Jesus had bad priorities. If the, if the donkey, <laughs> if the donkey was the Bentley, right? Yep. As they say, and then Jesus says out of his own mouth, he has nowhere to lay his head. Then Jesus had bad priorities to exactly. have a Bentley with no no place to sleep. No place to sleep. Foolishness. It's like it's like those living today that that you see them with the with the with the with the car of the year today, but they <laughs> still <laughs> living in yeah, the poor. The yeah, yeah, the projects, and you're like. <laughs> Man, you got you got a, a brand new Meebach over here, and you can't even afford your rent. What's going on? Yeah, but you're man, right. It's yeah, stuff. it's 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 silly, silly stuff. Yeah, but you but know, like I said, a simple word like that. Mm -hmm. You know. But I tell you one thing. You know, this this whole thing needs to be unraveled. You know, the churches needs to sit down and begin to go through history and see where they have fall because I, I think there's there's a quote i may be quoting it wrong but you know that them that deny history or you know don't read about you know upon history are doomed to repeat it and um sometimes if you notice that how it's being in some way repeated again yeah there was no outcry. You know, even thinking back, I know people are going to be like, well, Rob, that, you know, or Brother Roberto, that, you know, that's kind of silly, you know, you know, but, but if you think about it, even then the church, what was the, the church in England or, or the church in, in, the, in the Middle East, wherever the church was, where, where did they, when they heard about, because, you know, some of them traveled to America, you know, saying back and forth. So and you can't tell me you didn't you didn't outcry over this and say, wow, look at right. what they're doing in America. Look at look at what they're doing to these people. Look at what they're doing to these image bearers. Yeah. You know, you got those that, that are unfortunately living somewhere else, so they they they're deemed it not important enough to, to, to mention or to acknowledge. But you know, um 
it's unfortunate when you when your view or your scope even as a christian is that that loose that that flawed mm-hmm. where where you can say well i really don't care what happens in england with the brothers down there oh yeah 250 you know church members down you know in in the middle east were slaughtered you know say a church burned down oh we don't really know every church outcried mm-hmm. and said wow what can we do what can we do it's like again, right. again, like we say, you know, you pick and choose what is important and what makes you look like the most sound Christian. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Thinking that this is what God is pleased by. And he detests all, all injustice, not some, all, right. anything right. that's wicked and evil. He detests. He abhors. It's an abomination to him. He can't look upon it or approve it. So how is it that you picking and choosing what to approve? That's that sinful man, bro. Crazy. Yeah, sinful man. Brother. And shame on the church when it. <laughs> shame on the church. Right. Right. When you see some brothers saying what they're saying, you're like, what? Are you kidding right. me? Let's turn it around. Like you said, what if it was your children? Right. Seeing everybody's talking, to, you know, and listen, I'm, I'm, I'm always for, you know, being consistent and, yes. and, and having the full scope of things on both sides. Exactly. You know, I, I'm, I'm for you know, the demonstration of showing how things are done when on, on you know, on far as the black side of things and yep. on the white, white side, side of things, of things. you yep. know what I'm saying? On both, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Showing and being balanced on both sides. Mm-hmm. But what happens sometimes is, you know, people can, can do these things to an extent to where it almost looks like, you know, like I said earlier, like it almost looks like you're being a sellout yeah and when i say sell out it's almost as if like you know you you really care more for the approval of the other side yeah yeah you know what i'm saying then to really actually you know okay say well you know yes this is happening on this side and this happening on this side but you know um let me not be sensitive here let me you know let me not be insensitive to you know what's going on and how this is happening currently right now exactly you know to this particular group of people exactly and you know you don't you, you want to be balanced man but at the end of the day man you don't want to like start looking like a sellout man yeah you know you don't want to start looking like that you know and, and and you know like we talked about before i think when when some of these brothers in the faith look into what we're saying some may look at it and say, oh, well, it's, it's, it's the way you're saying it. You're making it seem like, you know, all police. We are not saying all police are evil. We're no. not saying to do away with the police station. And let me are, make it clear. Yeah. I, don't, I, I think that it's very stupid to say defund the police department. Yes. I think, I think that's stupid. Exactly. What you do is you get rid of the bad apples. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? You you get you get rid of the bad apples, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and go from there. 
defunding the police departments exactly exactly i think i think because they they maybe they 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 look at social injustice as something that that see will affect the problem is people want you to get they want they want everybody to get caught up in their feelings yeah they want they want the they want the the you know the the black and latino the community you know what i'm saying to just be blinded by you know just the racism pump your fist black power Mm. defund the police you know they want you to get caught up in that emotion so exactly you don't think these things through exactly like i was saying i was seeing they a want video you to be emotion they want you to be emotion driven i was seeing a video in new york while the people on the street were throwing bottles at the cop cars and the cops did not shoot they did not do you know they're not spray them or nothing they were in their cars and all they did was just move back and move back and move back and there were some in the crowd that was like dude don't do that don't do that don't toss that but they weren't listening they were out of rage mm-hmm. that they that's, did that, yeah that's exactly what, that's the environment exactly yep that's what they want that's what they want they they want that that's what they want yep so we're not we're not saying to defund the police no, we believe that no, police absolutely not. you know what in I'm our society is, is, that, is vital you know there needs to be reform within the police department through the hiring process and things do, of do, that nature even the courts even the courts courts yeah like that's what mm, i'm saying yep. you know with just the system itself you the know the system itself down, yeah you is know, flawed you know um the judicial system all of that stuff when you man, when you, you know? can be when you can be bribed to put in an innocent man behind bars for the rest of his life yeah we need reform yeah we we need change and that's what we should be you know crying for you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and saying we need change in these areas not just going into a like we said before a rage and and doing stuff it, yep. it it's almost like you you concede the thought where They'll look at us and then say all of them are the same. They're all animals. They're all, you know, just, you know, have no mm-hmm. logic or reason in the, within themselves. And, 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 and it's interesting that you mentioned they're all animals now. Yes. Go ahead. You know, I've, I've been reading um, the Willie Lynch letter and the making of a slave. And um, on page 13 in the booklet... You know, um, it lays down the principles for uh, comprehensive economic planning. Mm. And it's um, six steps, you know, card- it's six cardinal principles, mm. you know, that must be applied, you know, to the to the to the to the Negro, yep. you know, or in their words, the nigger yep. and the animal. Mm-hmm. OK, it says both horse, listen, both horse and nigger are no good. To the economy in the wild or natural state both must be broken and tied together for orderly production for the orderly futures for i'm yeah for the orderly uh for the orderly futures special and particular attention must be paid to the female and the young offspring both must be crossbred to produce a variety and division of labor both must be taught to respond to a particular new language Psychological and physical instruction of containment must be created for both. We hold the six, we hold the above six cardinal principles as truths to be self-evident based on the following discourse concerning the economics 
of breaking and tying the horse and the nigger together, all inclusive of the six principles laid down above. Note, neither principle alone will suffice for good economics. All principles must be employed for the orderly good of the nation. Wow. Oh, wow. So this is for the orderly good of the nation. Yeah. You know, the, the, the black man and the animal left untamed or trained will wreak havoc on a nation. Mm. Just summing it up. No, no, yeah, pretty much. You know, just to sum that up. Wow. It's crazy. For the orderly good of the nation. So, with that being said, when you have when you have the racist, you know, um, law enforcement officers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when they do the atrocities, they commit the atrocities that they commit. It's all for what? The orderly good of the nation. Yeah, yeah. basically. In their mindset, mm -hmm. it's all for the orderly good of the nation. Systemic racism. Yeah. When we when we deny, you know, black and brown people, you know, certain opportunities and advantages and stuff like that. You know, all for what the orderly good of the nation. Yeah. And um, I used to, you know, I, I um, I used to think about it, man. You know, with me, you know, you know, I love football. Yeah. And I'm just about to use this as an example. Um, how we can understand, you know, in that essence of how, you know, how racism is 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 the systemic racism that exists within you know, the NFL organization, we look at um, the Rooney Rule. The Rooney Rule was instituted to make sure that, you know, um, black and brown people had an opportunity to be interviewed for like a head coaching position. Mm. So therefore, if there's no such thing as systemic racism or racism, you know, at all, then why would there need to be a Rooney Rule instituted? Because if it's not instituted, then you, you're basically saying that people of color wouldn't have an opportunity to even be heard or seen to talk about, you know, their abilities and credentials to be able to be a head coach yeah. for a team in the National Football League. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They would have never gotten an opportunity to even be, you know, to even have an interview to be spoken to. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if we're all human beings you get what i'm saying if we're all human beings then that shouldn't have to exist yeah that is true you know that is so true you know but it exists because what of sin yeah the hardness of man's heart yeah jesus instituted the certificate of divorce well you know it, the certificate of divorce was instituted because why the, the hardness, hardness of man's of man, heart heart yeah you see what I'm saying? And he said it wasn't like this from the beginning. Right. It wasn't. But because of the hardness of man's heart. Amen. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. That you you know what? And and because time is, is running out. Mm. Like always. We need more time. I know, I know. <laughs> but, we'll, we'll we'll definitely you know, continue. As they, you know, you, you know when you're a little kid, you know I tell you, get them <laughs> next time, Tiger. 
But when you, when you look at it, you you had mentioned something earlier about some of, you know, our brothers in the faith being afraid of losing support. Yeah, losing support. You know, oh, losing yeah, support. So they're willing to to put a, a blind eye to what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they're even willing to to put a false banner up to show that all is good. We're all equal. We're all treated the same. And it's uh, unfortunate. unfortunate. But one thing I, I was reminded that the Pharisees did everything in their power to make sure that Jesus died at crucifixion and silence because of their status because they didn't want to lose their favor with their Roman master yep sad oh yeah Uh, well like always we shall press on Absolutely. And continue. Just want to give a, a shout out to Vince Bantu, Eric Mason, Damon Richardson, right? Yes. Last Damon time Richardson. I said David, oh. I am so sorry. Damon Richardson, Vocab Malone, BK, Apologist. Adam Coleman. Adam Coleman. And, and we can't forget, and we can't forget, we can't forget our sister, yes. Nitty. Never Nitty. She holds it down. Yes, you know? yes, she does. And I am so sorry. And, and, and MJ Jackson. I MJ Jackson. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> I want to give also a, a shout out to VHE Mavericks Movement. Um, you can get your Christian apparel at uh, eyesonyouclothing.com. Mm-hmm. Um, go check it out. Go check it out. Um, it's done by a brother named Victor Hayes. Um, it, he is just a blessing to God's people. So, you know, um, you can get your fitted hats, all the stuff, all the gear. You can go all decked out for Christ. <laughs> you know, um, just want to give a shout out. And also, just wanted to, to, to take my time to, to say, Brother Emmanuel Gary, I thank you. Hey, likewise, thank bro. you, man. Same, same you are here, man. a you blessing in is... my life. And one day we'll be able to sit down and tell you how we met. The most yeah, unusual yeah, know, right? circumstances. But you know what? It was the providence <laughs> of God. <laughs> yes, sir. It was the providence of God. He's been absolute, a blessing. An absolute blessing. I would have never got, honestly, into apologetics if the Lord would have never brought him into my life. I wasn't even... I. I it, it, it's just we'll do it another yeah, show yeah. We'll, on it, we'll, but, we'll but yeah, but we'll down, break you know, all that good hey, stuff. Like, for me, man, I mean, yes. you know, um also too, you know, big shout out to Dr. Ron Rhodes and yes. his books, Reasoning from the Scriptures, because scripture. that yep. laid the foundation for apologetics for me. That's yep. how yep. I yep. found yep. out about people like, you know, um other apologists and stuff like that that we uh mm-hmm. You know that we um that we read and you know things of that nature and stuff like yeah, that. Right. But yeah, Doctor yeah. Ron Rhodes laid the foundation because he's got the reasoning from the scriptures with the Muslims, the yeah, Mormons, yeah, yeah. Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witnesses, Catholics, atheists, yeah. and agnostics. So yep. reading through those books helped us laid laid the foundation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Laid the found and not only just see what what I love about what I love about his books 
his books just don't teach you how to respond to the arguments. No. He teaches you biblical theology yes. so you know how to respond to just about anything. To become solid in your one's faith. Yeah, you become solid in the scriptures. Yeah, because you, you become solid, then you can give a response. Right. You know, it's just not about, he, he, it's just not, okay, well, this is the argument. Here's the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he teaches you the, um, you know, the, 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 the understanding of how the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are co-equal and co-eternal. Amen. Giving you the scriptures to show you that just as the Father created, the Son created. Yep, you yep, know, yep, yep. all of those different things to show you the harmonious work, although they're distinct from one another. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But they're co-equal and co-eternal. Yep. And we have also, I, I got to say a, a shout out to Brian Ball. He is one of the apologetics 300 there's four of us i know that yeah, and, we and, and started this off but about, you know, and, and, the boot city strangler yeah vinny <laughs> vinny pignatero <laughs> the italian brother you know yes yes yes, yes. yes. We're multicultural over here man exactly you know? exactly for those that don't know you know i'm down here in connecticut you know <laughs> my brother over here is all the way and we're in North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, you know? yes. So, you know, we all were from Bridgeport at one point. But, you know, now we're oh, yeah. all, all over the place. But but just bringing the good news of the gospel and then just, man, our friendship endures and, and continues to endures through, through everything. And I appreciate that. Also, also I want to say, man, you know, because I'm, I, I don't know if it's going to still happen, but I still want to see Brother Damon Richardson just straight destroy brother polite in this debate i don't know if they're gonna still have this debate i hope so man but this thing <laughs> down man. yes like, yes that, that, that brother polite man got to stop running man and, and just well you he know, know look, he knows the lion in his grill yeah yeah he he knows you know you kind of know you know when you put your your foot in your mouth and, Ooh, and, and you can either run or, or confront it but we are yes. believing that that will take place and many other things um, also, I'll give a shout out to Aretta Dodds, her book on racism, the Bible and the American dream from slavery to Obama. <clears throat> it's been an awesome, awesome addition to our podcast. So, you know, just want to give her a shout out. And um, again, we are Apologetics 300. God bless. Good night. Amen. Amen.